I'm Edward Bryden. I'm, I was born here in Chester. Um, when I was about nine years old, my family moved to Menai Bridge on Anglesey. And after university, I, I then moved over to New York, America in 2003, so 14 years ago, to pursue a research career. And throughout my time there, I just started um, working in research, but then transitioned into communications using photography and writing. And three years ago, uh, through so my social media, I discovered a rural community up in uh, central New York near Utica who had ties to Wales. And what really drew me into that was the fact that they have a little arts festival in a town called Remsen. And the people tweeting about it were the farmers and the rural community up there, just excited to have the festival. And I noticed the, the red emblem of the Welsh dragon on, on the barn was being used extensively. And so that really piqued my curiosity. And um, I had a first visit up there with my, my family to just see what it was about. And in speaking to a couple of people there in the St. David's Society of Utica, I learned there was a real set of people there who descended from Welsh immigrants. And that was borne out by um, stopping at a couple of cemeteries up there where I noticed the names of people like um, Rowlands and Williams, and they were born in Putleli or, or somewhere else in North Wales and died in, in Remsen. You know, this is from the 1830s, 40s onwards through the 1920s. So after that discovery, I took a, a, about a year to think about it before the next Remsen Barnfest and thought, this is really interesting to me. Um, you know, I'm an immigrant from, from Wales myself to New York and uh, I wanted to learn more about it and felt there might be something worth pursuing here. And so I visited the Barnfest again on my own and started talking to people more about their family history and you talk to one person and it leads to another person and another person and another person mm -hmm. and so that's what really gave me the idea that this had legs and the, the month after that so that was september last year um the october last year so just over a year ago i went back up to start photographing and meeting people and uh collecting audio and, and notes on their story and their family history so the way i'm approaching the work currently is you know, this, this, it ties into this very current landscape and memory thing and, and people and memory. And so at the moment I'm approaching it through portraiture, um, candid reportage style photography of just life around people's farms or in the villages in both Utica and Remsen and here in North Wales too on Anglesey and the Flint Peninsula and, and that kind of area, as well as landscape. Um, because things you know, when you look at these, there are times I've stopped in the landscape in, in Renson and I've said, I could be back home in North Wales. And I've already had that kind of response from other people looking at the images. And so that's one of those things that could be do. So whether it's, you can go, you could take it in several different ways and just look at landscape or just look at life or just look at portraiture. But I think looking at the whole ties the whole thing together. Um, but what can be really interesting then to me is taking some of this, this audio of people talking. There are some people who remember their parents and their grandparents speaking Welsh in the house. Um, there are some people who still actually do speak Welsh there. Um, there are pastors and ministers who um, make sure to hold Gaman Vagani, so singing festivals in their chapels up there. And they encourage people to sing parts in Welsh and if they don't know the whole hymn or song in Welsh, then they'll do a chorus in Welsh, or maybe they'll do every other song in Welsh. 
and that's you know when you think of Kamronver and Kalonlan and the, some of the famous Welsh five-part harmony hymns they still embrace that up there and um, I think that's fantastic the the audio I get chills down my neck when I hear it up there it, you could be back here with a male of a Welsh voice choir um, or in the arms park or something like that but so I think audio could become very important down the line text and written history and oral history as well but the memory part to it speaks there's a lot of similarities when I sit down with someone invariably we not only go through them and what they remember, but they'll bring out the photo album. And they all have these, these old style, black backed, you know, photo corner edged photograph albums with the memory comes out. And so there are similarities with each visit that I'm, I'm coming through now that, that will probably make it into some form of a project maybe where everyone's got their own picture book they're showing me, everyone so photographs of photographs and that kind of thing. In fact, one of the really interesting things Thankfully, having this great exhibit at Northern Eye Fest, um, and I really want to thank Paul Sampson at this point for curating and allowing me to be part of the exhibit. Um, I've already got leads on some of the other images in the photograph. So the other day, there was a part-time pastor in here who recognized one of the photographs, the photographs I have in there. It, he recognized the writing on it, which was a photograph where the gravesite had been lost to the American side of the family. But he said, I think that's a church near Talon, near Slangivni. So now I have another lead on that and can take it down that direction. And I always try to think about the people I'm photographing and make sure that I'm bringing something back for them too, because it's personal to them. It's personal to me because I'm an immigrant as well from this area, but it's personal to them. So a lot of the time when they have very specific memories of things, I'm trying to incorporate that into the photography and bring them back something to remember it by too. You know, I, I do see this part of documentary photography and, and documentary discipline in general as being a very important social record. In America, we go back and we think about the, the um, FSA photography and, and Dorothea Lang and Walker Evans and all of that. And that's obviously a heavy influence on myself, as well as contemporary, well, more contemporary photographers in the UK with um, Gus Wiley in the Hebrides, James Revillius, who was mentioned earlier today in Devon. And those kinds of things really speak to what I'm doing. Um, I would say that the people in Remsen are quite savvy about their history and wanting to try and get it to be wider recognized. Um, I know they've had some links with the New York office of the Welsh government. They've actually just been able to officially place the, the place name on the station up in Remsen of So they've got that up there. And they, they want to now, one of the things they're working towards and trying to get funding for is to create a, a humidity controlled museum or area at least where they can store all the old Bibles and texts and ledgers that came over with the immigrants because they're currently in the old stone chapel in Remsen and that place has had some problems with mold and issues like that. So they're very worried about this history being lost. but. If you look at my photography and the people in the photos, you'll see that it's on that kind of knife edge now as to whether the next generations down are going to be interested in pursuing it. Um, I hope they will. I, I don't necessarily think my project will tip them over the edge, but if it can help in any other way to bridge that gap and help this history preserve, I'd love to do it. And of course, through researching the history up in Rems and, and Utica area, you become very aware of the wider Welsh immigrant story in North America. Yes, um, people in Wales are very aware of Welsh Patagonia. Um, 
and several people have done things on that. There was a lovely book produced recently called Hiraith, which focused on the stories of people down there. And there's been a, another photo book by a chap, unfortunately, whose name escapes me right now. People don't know about the North America as much, even though the people in North America know about it themselves, because you have the North American Festival of Wales, you have St. David's societies dotted about the US, um, you have Welsh place names like Bethesda, Balakunwid, Bryn Mawr, which as a college the Americans pronounce Bryn Mawr, but uh, there's all these places in America where I think when people dig a little under the surface there's a Welsh history to be explored and as a spur to a wider thing I don't think I can take mine wider, I'm interested in making sure that I focus on North Wales and descendants of North Wales in New York State. Um, but as a wider sort of societal thing, there's plenty to be explored there. I mean, I'm absolutely delighted to be part of this. I couldn't think of a better first place to show this work than the Oriel Colwyn and Northern Eye Fest, uh, Northern Eye Festival here. You know, I think there's a, a sort of resurgent art scene in Wales. There's a number of galleries dotted about doing different things, whether it's sculpture, painting, pottery, um, and now photography in, in North Wales and through this uh, you discover other little places like Tilt and Shift Gallery and then down in Cardiff now uh, you know David Hearns swaps photographs and the, the, the Museum of Cardiff there too and the, the course is being run at the universities it's really there feels like there's a sort of a, a real enthusiasm and that's been borne out in the festival you know growing up in Menno Bridge you wouldn't ever have necessarily thought that a with the A55 bypassing some of these towns and the effect that it had on, in, on Penman Maur and um, Colwyn Bay and Conway and how sleepy they became, you wouldn't ever have necessarily expected this. But I think I really want to congratulate Paul Samson on what he's done. I think it's fantastic, the quality of work that he's got here, the quality of speakers that he's got here. I mean, I couldn't think of a better festival to be associated with for this work, with the work that's along here, you know, I feel a little, I'm honoured to be here with people like Jim Mortram, Brian David Stevens, McCoy Wynn, Amanda Jackson, Jonathan Goldberg and, and, and the others who've exhibited here. It's, it's really fantastic.